Beloved, this is Cornerstone Deliverance Church. This is our Wednesday night, 8 o'clock um, p.m. Eastern Standard Time Discipleship Course. Amen. And we welcome you, amen, to this course on tonight. Praise God. We thank God for everyone that has pressed their way to be present tonight. I just want to um, touch base with you really quick. Amen. Praise God. Brother Golden, can you first open us up in prayer before we start on that? Yes, no no problem. Amen. Father God, Father God, we thank those for convening here tonight on Cornerstone Deliverance Church Wednesday night Bible study. We pray, Father God, that the message gets sent loud and clear in your holy name on knowing what to do in Jesus' name. Amen. We pray, Father God, that you will not only allow people to hear the word, know the word, be receivers of the word, and not let any obstacle or obstruction come in their way from hearing the lesson tonight. And I pray, Father God, that we all take something away learning-wise and knowing how we can also touch someone and knowing the kingdom of Jesus and knowing that spreading the word of what Jesus can do will definitely bring peace, harmony, and joy in your life. And that there is no other way. That we will not be demonized. We will not be told that Christianity and God is wrong and we will be just told nothing but demonized lies to make us walk away from Jesus. And I know myself that I'm not going to walk away from Jesus knowing what he's done for me. And I pray that we all show each other in our lives from this lesson as we learn tonight that we will show and prove what he's done for me. For these blessings I ask on the lesson to be learned tonight on the Bible. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God for the opening prayer by our very own Brother Golden. Amen. Brother Golden, we thank you for your willingness to serve. Amen. So, beloved, in this Bible study tonight, we're going to touch on the fourth dispensation, which is the dispensation of promise. Amen. Praise God. And um, God had us speaking even prior to the teach through the Bible amen, that God will do just what he said, amen. God is a promise keeper, amen. The promises of the Lord, they are yea and amen. Amen, praise God, hallelujah. And so as we're looking here at God's promise to Abram and Abram's descendants, amen, that promise was not just to Abraham, it was also to Isaac, Jacob, Amen. Praise God and their descendants. Amen. Praise God. We are the children of Abraham by faith. We are still being blessed by that promise. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so we want to look at the fourth dispensation, which is promise. The fourth dispensation is so named because of the covenant promises first made to Abraham, then extended to Isaac, and then extended to Jacob. Ishmael, father of Arab. Um, 
father of the Arab nations. That's in Genesis 16, 1 through 3. One of the first promises God made to Abraham was that a great nation would be born of his lineage. However, 10 years had gone by and there was no child. Amen. Beloved, sometimes the promise does tarry. This says that 10 years has gone by and there has been no child. And sometimes today God may speak something to us and we want it to happen right away. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And it doesn't always happen right away. Listen, God spoke his word. His word will not return to him void. Amen. We have to continue to wait on the promise, faith believing. And so, however, 10 years had gone by and there was no child. So Abraham submitted to human reasoning and took Hagar, his wife's handmaid, and she bore a son named Ishmael. Beloved, we have to be very careful not to reason outside of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise God. We do Amen. not want to give in to human reasoning. Amen. This practice, though customary in Abraham's time, was Amen. never approved of God. Genesis 16, 1 through 3, it reads as this. Now Sarai, Abraham's wife, Abram's wife, bare him no children, and she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. I always say that there is no room for Hagar in my house. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Listen, I'm more than enough woman to take care of my own business. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. All right now. God Amen. To be, so shall it be. Amen. And so we're going to learn here that Hagar must go. Amen. Hallelujah. Hagar cannot say, amen, that other woman, that strange woman, amen, praise God. And we have to be careful not to open up the door by giving in to human reasoning, amen, praise God. If God shut up your womb, only he can open it up, praise God, hallelujah, amen. Amen. And he will do it for his glory, amen. Amen. So now Sarah, Aphim's wife, bear him no children, and she had a handmaid and a an Egyptian whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarah, and Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian. Right? So now... Abram, Abraham has slept with, with, with um, Abram has slept with Hagar now. See, all of this can cause problems, praise God. Isaac, son of promise, Genesis 21, 1 through 5. Thirteen years has elapsed, had elapsed without a single visit from God. Finally, the Lord appeared and changed his friend's name from Abram, great father, to Abraham, father of a multitude. Beloved, God will change your name. Amen. Abraham and Sarah learned that the promised child would be born the following year. After Isaac was born, Ishmael mocked the new baby. Sarah demanded that Abraham send Hagar and her son away in prayer God advised Abraham to do so. Mm, I, I think we should read this. I think that let us go to 
Let us go to Genesis chapter 21, but let us read this, because I believe that there's some other points that, that can be very important, and I really don't want to rush it. I just really wanted to get through this lesson, but Genesis 25. So Genesis chapter 25, we're going to start at um, verse 1. I'm sorry, Genesis 21, beloved. Excuse me. Genesis chapter 21. I got ahead of myself. Genesis 21. And we'll start at verse 1. Can do, do Is anyone able to read tonight? I can read. All right, Brother Golden. Can you begin to read at verse 1? You said Genesis chapter 21, verse 1. Am I correct? Yes. And, beloved, remember, this is at a time God has already made the promise to Sarah and Abram, to Sarah and Abram, and they have already um, given Hagar to um, Abram to be a child. That was reasoning, human reasoning. It had nothing to do with God's promise. When God promised us something, he don't need our help. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. God don't need you to help God his hand. He's God all by himself. Amen? Amen. Amen. And whatever God orders, he pays for. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. When he orders something, he also provides the provision for it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So go ahead and read, Brother Golden. All right. right, Genesis Chapter 21, verse 1. And you just tell me when to stop. Okay. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. And Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God spoke unto him. And Abraham, called, and Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him Isaac. Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. And Sarah said, God has made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah was the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham Martin. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, Cast out this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said to Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the land, and because of thy bondwoman, and all that Sarah hath said unto thee, hearken unto her voice, 
for an Isaac shall thy seed be called. And also of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation, because he is thy seed. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child, and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And I want you to stop was, right there, that she right. departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. Amen. And so did you see that? That's why I said that Hagar has no place in the house of Sarah. Hagar, the bondwoman, and Sarah, the free. We are children of the free and not of the bond. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We are children of Abraham and Sarah by faith. Amen. Not through blood lineage, praise God, but by our faith in Jesus Christ. Praise God. And you see, it's impossible for man to come to know a woman in such an intimate way and not care anything about her. And so when Sarah told Abram, amen, praise God, she was wrong for giving her to him anyway. But when she told Abram to put her and her son out, Abraham did not like it. He was grieved. But God said that Sarah was talking right. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Sarah was talking right. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I close the door to every bond woman, every strange woman, my God, any doors that have opened that should have remained closed in Jesus' name, and we send them away in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. May the weight of the glory in this prayer locate every bond woman, every strange woman, every woman that is not of the covenant, and may it cause for them to flee in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, beloved, we just have to be mindful. Amen. With God, with Sarah said to him, even though it grieved him, it was right. And God said to Abraham, amen, he cannot partake in the airship with Isaac, right? And he said, send him away. Praise God. Go ahead and finish reading, Brother Golden. Uh, no problem. Um, we stopped at 15. Uh-huh. We stopped uh, and the water was spent in the bottle, and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. And she sat, and she went <clears throat> and sat her down over against him a good way off, and it was as it were a bowshot. For she said, "Let me not see the death of the child." And she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called to Hagar of heaven and said. Unto her, what aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God Amen. opened her, her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad drink. And God was with the lad, he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a, a wife out of the land of Egypt. And it came to pass at that time that Amberlech and Sickle, if I'm pronouncing it right, 
the chief captain of his host spake unto Abraham, saying, God is with thee in all that thou doest. Now therefore swear to me here by God that thou wilt not be a false with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done unto thee, thou shalt do unto me and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved Amberlech because of a well of water which Amberlech servants had violently taken away. And Amalek said, I want not who hath done this thing, neither didst thou tell me, neither yet heard I of it but today. Okay, I want you all to stop right there because we're really done with this portion of it, right? But I want to take you back to verse 19 because God still blessed Ishmael. And he blessed Ishmael because he loved Abram. Because Ishmael was Abram's seed. Amen. Praise God. And so there is a blessing for everybody. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we don't need nobody else's stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to be content with what God has given unto us. And, 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 And when Hagar was in despair, even when God told Abram to send her in the latter way, God provided for her. Amen. Verse 19 says, and God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water and gave the lad to drink. Amen. Praise God. At first she was in despair, and she just did not want to see him die. Amen. Praise God. And so she separated herself from her son because to see him die would have been too much for her. But God comforted Hagar, the Egyptian woman, the bond woman, did God comfort, amen? God opened her eyes, and he provided for her, amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So may God open your eyes that you may see his provision, amen? Say, Lord, open my eyes so that I can see your provision. Lord, open my eyes eyes so I can see your provision. So I can see your provision. Because it it wasn't until Hagar's eyes was open that she was able to see the provision of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved, you have to be able to discern and see the provision of God. God is even blessing you right now. Amen. Praise God. But do you his provision. There is nothing, and I mean nothing, that is too hard for God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Um, someone have noise in their background? This one asked that you mute it. Okay. And so Isaac, son of... It's okay. I know that you're driving. Isaac, son of promise, Genesis 21, 1 through 5, 13 years had elapsed without a single visit from God. Finally, the Lord appeared and changed his friend's name from Abram, great father, to Abraham, father of a multitude. Abraham and Sarah learned that the promised child would be born the following year. After Isaac was born, Ishmael mocked the new baby. Sarah demanded that Abraham send Hagar and her son away. In prayer, God advised Abraham to do so. Ishmael became the father of the Arab, 
And that is why there has been a constant struggle between the Arabs and the Jews until this day. And, beloved, you'll find that in Genesis 16:12. Amen? This is the constant struggle. Amen? Those are Ishmael kids. Praise God. Hallelujah. Genesis 16 and 12. And he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And that's what God said about Ishmael and his descendants. Genesis chapter 21, 1 through 5. And the Lord visited Sarah as he has said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he has spoken. God will do just what he said. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God has spoken to him. So, beloved, you see, we are looking for the set time. The set time is the time that the manifestation of God's promise will come. Amen? Amen. Amen. The set time, the due season. Amen? And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him whom Sarah bare to him Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham is being very obedient to the covenant that he has with God. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. Wow, they was living a long time, and they were still conceiving in their old age. Abraham's test. Genesis chapter 22, 1 through 19, and Genesis 22 and 12. Abram's loyalty or faithfulness to the covenant had to be tested. Amen? And so, beloved, we're going to see that God tested Abraham's loyalty to his covenant by telling him to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. He done sent Ishmael away. Isaac is the son of the promise. Isaac is the son where the blessing is coming from. The, that blessing is Jesus. Amen. Jesus came through Isaac's line. Praise God. Amen. And God tested his faith. Beloved, your faith will be tested. Let us read Genesis 22. Let us read that, and then I will go back and give the recap of the lesson. Genesis 22. Do anybody have it? And I believe we read this a few times. Okay, I'll begin to read it. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell you of. 
And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two. Their ass is a donkey. He saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clayed the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Immediately when Abraham got up, he did what? He obeyed God. Then one of the third day, then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide you here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship. And, beloved, I believe that this is so profound because Abraham didn't have a tambourine. He didn't have a flute. He didn't have a drum. He didn't have a piano. Amen. Praise God. When he got to the mountain, he wasn't screaming hallelujah. Praise God. He wasn't shouting. He wasn't dancing. Praise God. Abraham worship was his obedience to God. God spoke to Abraham. Abraham rose and obeyed God. And he said to the men that was with him, you stay here because me and the lad, me and my son, amen, we go up to worship. Amen. Praise God. And so, beloved, you have to learn to let your obedience to God be your worship. Worship is a lifestyle of obedience. Amen. Hallelujah. A lifestyle of obedience to God. So he said, behold. Amen, amen. He said, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. So when Abram said that they will come again to them, Abraham was prophesying. Abraham knew that God said to sacrifice Isaac. If he was sacrificing Isaac, then that means that Isaac had to die. But Abraham prophesied. Amen. He knew that God gave him Isaac, but he's going to obey God anyway. Amen. He said the Lord will provide. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, beloved, that's how we have to be when it seems like we have to give up the very thing that we love. And I'm going to tell you something. In Abraham's relationship with God, Abraham had to give up a lot of things. He had to leave his family, his father's house, his mother's house, his brother's. He had to leave their riches in their land to go and find a place that he knew not of that God would show him. Abraham walked by faith when he heard God and he obeyed God then. Amen. A lifestyle of obedience. When Abram had to give up the better part of the land to Lot, when Lot chose the better part of the land, he gave that up too. When he had to give up Hagar and Ishmael, he gave that up too. Now he has to give up what? Isaac. So sometimes we think that we don't have to give up nothing. God will try your faith. Amen. Praise God. He will test you. Your your faith got to be tried, beloved. Amen. And I pray that when your faith is tried that you choose God every time. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so it says in verse 6, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and let and laid and laid it upon Isaac his son 
And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spoke unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here here am I, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Verse 8 says, and, and, and even John, John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God. Amen? When he testified of Jesus being the Lamb of God. But verse 8 says, and Abraham, So that makes Isaac a type Christ, beloved. That's what I'm getting at. He's a type Christ. And Abraham said, My son. God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. Isaac was to be a type of the Son of God provided by the Lord who would redeem mankind by the giving of himself and sacrifice on the cross. Verse 9 says, and they came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there. And you will find that every time an altar was built, that there too was a um, was significance of worship. Praise God. Amen. And laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here here am I. And he said, lay not your hand Upon the lad, neither do you anything unto him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Amen? And so when God tells us to do something and we withhold it, do we really love him? Because the Bible says that, our with those that obey him, we say, love the Lord thy God with all thy might, with all thy strength. Amen. With everything that is within us, we're supposed to love God. But God says that those that love him obey him. Amen. Abraham showed forth his love when he was willing to sacrifice his son. And just as Abraham prophesied, God provided a ram in the thicket in place of Isaac. Amen. Praise God. And so he did not have to sacrifice Isaac, but his willingness to do so shows his love for God. Amen. And so, beloved, I ask you, what have God commanded of you that you withhold from him? Amen. Praise God. Listen, you can't love your money more than him. You can't love your children more than him. Amen. You can't love your job more than him. You can't love yourself more than him. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
And so Genesis chapter amen. 22, amen, amen, praise God. Don't hold back your tithes, your offering, your seeds, your first fruit, your substance. Don't hold back your time. Give God your time. Spend time with him, amen, praise God, in, in the word. Spend time with him in prayer. Genesis 22, 1 through 19. Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him therefore a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I tell thee of. God is giving specific instruction. He didn't say go sacrifice him wherever you want to. He said, upon the mountain that I tell you, amen, a righteous man's steps is ordered by the Lord. The word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our pathway. When we are in the way of Jesus, we are walking according to the word. Hallelujah. For God to request a human sacrifice was unthinkable. What Abraham do for his divine friend, as men do for their fourth God. Abraham was faithful to God and brought Isaac to where he was to sacrifice him. On their journey up the mountain, Isaac had asked where the sacrifice was that they should offer. Abraham, his father, responded in faith and said God would provide himself a sacrifice. Genesis 12:12. 12, 12. Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. Then both father and son detected a sound not too far from them, and they saw a ram caught in a thicket nearby, Immediately the animal was sacrificed. Now we're going to go into Isaac and Esau and Jacob. And um, that's Genesis 25, um, 21 through 25. Do anybody have any questions about um, Abraham and Isaac and worship being your lifestyle of obedience? Amen. You, you can only worship God as much as you can obey him. Amen. Anybody Amen. have any questions? Amen. Amen. Like he, he, he requires uh, obedience over sacrifice. Yes, um, Prophet Williams. I'd just like to share, praise the Lord, uh, humble myself unto you, Apostle Asia, in Jesus' name. And as mm-hmm. I was here, uh, I just wanted to share when you were saying about your lifestyle, as we become closer or yield better or can mm-hmm. hear better, the Spirit of God speak to our heart, we realize that our life itself is worship unto God. When Amen. we are used to the will of the heart of God, because it's a revelation walk of faith. And as it Amen. continues to open up, because God is the only one that can reveal his heart to you. And so as even if we try to obey the the written word itself, we're going to fall short. But by the spirit of the living God, who reveals him, his heart to us, you know, you become like a type of Siamese, you know, by the Holy Ghost. And so I agree with you in Jesus' name. It's a lifestyle um, 
I, I, I realize that um, my walk is, is my, is my worship. I, I can use Amen. words of hallelujah to express it verbally, but the breath of living in the heart is, 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 your worship, is my worship. Amen. 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 And then I put it on mute because they were hungry. <laughs> so I'm Amen. sorry. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless your dogs. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. And beloved, we, we, we have to obey God. Amen. Hallelujah. We got to live this thing. We have to live it. We can speak it. The Bible Amen. speaks of. The Bible speaks of a wicked generation that serve him with lip service, but not with their heart. He said, they, these people serve me with lip service. They proclaim who they are, but their heart is far from me. Amen. Praise God. And so, beloved, we got to live it. We got to live it how we love one another, how we forgive one another. Amen. Amen. We are held to a higher standard. And I've witnessed the Holy Spirit hold me to that standard. Um, recently, amen, praise God. I mean, he, he would turn me around, and the very thing that I said I was going to do, I did not do. Amen, praise God, because I had to obey God. Amen, hallelujah. Amen, because we are living in the days where we have to live it. Amen, praise God. Amen. We don't want to crucify Christ afresh all over again. Amen. Listen, the power at the cross, the the Mm -hmm. cross has not lost its power. The blood Mm -hmm. has not lost its power. Amen, praise God. Mm-hmm. And so we we are Christ, Amen. We are His body; amen. He is the head, Amen. We and in Him we can live this thing, Amen. Praise God. In Him we amen. can love at a kingdom standard. We can forgive at a kingdom standard, Amen. Praise God. We can give at a kingdom standard. We can walk and talk, pray, Amen. Hallelujah at a kingdom standard. We surely can, like the woman of God said, by his grace, by the provision of his spirit. Amen. That's why God put himself inside of us. The spirit of Jesus Christ is in you to live his life. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He didn't ask you. He, he, didn't, he, he didn't just tell you to go live the life of Christ and put on the mind of Christ without giving you a deposit of eternity. He gave us a deposit of eternity. That what he told us to do, that it is possible. It was impossible for man to live like Christ, but with a deposit of eternity on the inside, we can surely live like Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And so, amen, where I... Um, where I fall short, amen, I, I cry out to God. I boast in my weakness that his amen. strength may be made perfect, that the Holy Ghost in me will strengthen me, will walk and talk and live through me. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I had a dream last night, and that, that dream was a deposit. Within that dream, there was a deposit there that was made for a desire that was not godly. Amen. Praise God. And within myself, I heard myself say in the dream, I don't want to do this. Praise God. Amen. And when I woke up, I did not immediately pray. But Uh when I began to fellowship with God, he reminded me of my dream. And I began to pluck up the deposit of unrighteousness that was deposited in the dream room. 
I begin to pluck that up. Amen. I begin to deny it access. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I begin to declare that Jesus is my Lord and that only he will lord over me. Amen. And every tear that has been deposited amongst the wheat shall be plucked up in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. That I hear my Father's voice and I follow him and only him. Amen. And so, beloved, these deposits can come in different ways. Suggestions through the dream rim. Your dream rim is is your um, spiritual mirror. You have to deal with this stuff because Amen. then things begin to manifest, and we're trying to figure out where did it come from? How did I get here? Amen. But your eyes have to be open, and you have to be aware. Amen. When I am in certain areas, my head is on a swivel. Amen. Praise God. Those of us from Harlem, we understand that. Amen. Praise God. We are aware of our surroundings. Praise God. Amen. And so, beloved, you have to be aware in the spirit. Amen. You have to know the difference between that which is good and that which is evil, righteousness and unrighteousness. Amen. Praise God. And you have to deal with these crazy suggestions. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory God. And so, um, yeah, amen, beloved. We just have to be aware the same way God opened Hagar's eyes at the time when she was in a place of despair and she could not see her way. All she saw was death for her son. God opened up her eyes and showed her provision and blessed them. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so even in a time of despair, God will bless you. In a time of despair, he will open up your eyes. Amen? Amen. So chance is happening to all of us, chance, opportunity. What are you going to do with the opportunity that God has given you? The opportunity to come before his throne of grace with unlimited access? Praise God. That's an opportunity. Amen? The opportunity to come to know him through his word and through his spirit, to lay down your burden and take up his yoke for his yoke is easy, is light. That's an opportunity, beloved. Amen? Every chance we get, we are to lay down our burden. Every time I pray for someone, I get in the presence of God at some point throughout the day, and I lay that burden down because it's not meant for me to bear nobody's burden. Amen? Praise God. I may bear it in prayer, but I know how to give it to Jesus. Hallelujah. And so, beloved, you don't have to bear your own burdens. God is the burden bearer and the heavy load sharer. He's your bridge over troubled water. You got to learn how to give it to him and leave it there. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so, Esau, so Isaac, Esau, and Jacob, Genesis 25, 21 to 25, Esau, meaning Red or Edom, was a hairy man and became a mighty hunter. He was favored by his father, Isaac, and was next in line to receive the birthright for he was the eldest son. Okay, now we got to read again. Okay, let's go to Genesis 25. Let's see if this is good. Let's go to Genesis 25. Well, let's go to Genesis, and it came to pass before he had done speaking. Yeah, let's go to Genesis 25. 
So now we in the place where Rebecca is is um is Isaac's wife. Oh, let's see, Isaac, Esau, Jacob. Just bear with me one moment, beloved. That's all right. Okay, there's the birthright. But I want to first go to the part where that's Abram's death, Esau and Jacob. And these are the generations, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebecca. Okay, let's start reading here. Let's go to Genesis 25, and let's start reading at 19. Do anybody have it? Amen. 25, verse 19. If you could start reading there at 19. Mm-hmm. And these uh-huh. are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethel, and, excuse me, of Bethel the Syrian, of Paden Aram, the sister to Laban the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife, because she was barren, and the Lord was entreated of and Rebecca, his wife, conceived, and the children struggled together within her, and she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and the two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the eldest shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were two twins in her womb. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment, and they called his name. And after that came his brother, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Of Esau Hill. And then it says, and his name was called Jacob, and Isaac Mm -hmm. was three score years old when she bore them. And so, beloved, Mm -hmm. I wanted to touch on this really quick, right? Mm -hmm. This, the first sonogram, the first sonogram was done Mm -hmm. in the book of Genesis with Rebecca. Mm -hmm. Rebecca. It says in verse 22, and the children struggled together within her. Mm-hmm. They were twins in her womb. Two energies struggled within her, the one mm-hmm. believing and the other unbelieving, mm-hmm. and were present even before they were born. Mm-hmm. It is like the two natures, the sin mm-hmm. nature and divine nature within mm-hmm. the believer. Beloved, uh-huh. this struggle in her womb is as we are. Mm-hmm. The sin nature is very much alive. 
but we are dead to his impulses. We don't answer Amen. it no more because we Amen. are born again. Amen. Praise mm-hmm. God. Amen. We only answer to God. Amen. Mm-hmm. So we grow Amen. into a place where we don't answer the sin nature. The sin nature no longer reigns. And so you mm-hmm. will find that Esau Amen. was a representation of the sin nature and mm-hmm. Jacob was in representation of the divine nature. Uh-huh. Okay? All right. God is about to give me the joy of being a mother. Why am I so physically oppressed that I mm-hmm. am in danger of death? It must mm-hmm. indeed have appeared perplexing to her that such an answer to prayer should be accompanied by such mysterious suffering. And this is God's answer. God knew exactly what was going on in her womb. That's why I love the word of God when it says, I foreknew you before I put you in your mother's room, before I planted you there. Amen? Amen. This one says here, and she went to inquire of the Lord. Beloved, we have mm-hmm. when, when there's turmoil, when we are sick, when there's things going on in our body that should not be going on, if we inquire of God, he shall reveal. Amen. Hallelujah. If our faith is in him like it should be, like the woman of God said, we need a revelation. Amen. Amen. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in your womb, and uh-huh. two men of people shall be separated from your bowels. Mm-hmm. Those two nations were the Edomites and the Israelites. They were against each other. From mm-hmm. the time of their birth, Esau and Jacob would be separated, divided, even hostile, for they would have nothing in common. Mm-hmm. And the one people shall be stronger than the other. Jacob, mm-hmm. who was younger, would be the stronger, but only through the Lord. Amen? And so, beloved, Amen. the old man, which is the flesh man, is the first mm-hmm. man. We were uh-huh. born in sin and shaped in iniquity, right? Yes. Amen. But that man can't reign. We was born again and received the spirit of the Lord. The younger and now the older must serve the younger. We must pour that flesh up under the subjection of the Holy Ghost. Amen. (laughs) The flesh must be put in its place. Amen. Don't play with that flesh. Don't play with it. The flesh ain't playing with you. The flesh want to be in control. Amen. 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 Amen, praise God. Mm -hmm. Every person is born with a sin nature, which makes that the elder. The divine nature comes into the believer at conversion and is the younger. However, if we follow God's pattern of victorious living, which is Jesus Christ and him crucified, the elder shall serve. The younger, meaning that the divine nature will be victorious over the sin nature. We got that? Amen. God was showing us that 
with what was going on in Rebecca's room. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and it shows because Esau represented the sin nature, he despised the birthright. He didn't yes, honor he did. the birthright. Mm-hmm. He wanted the blessing, but he didn't want the birthright. The blessing, mm-hmm. the birthright goes hand in hand. Amen. The blesser and the and the blessing goes hand in hand. You can't have the blessing mm-hmm. without having the blesser. But so many Amen. people want it that way. And as we finish studying, we're going to see that even though he he sold his birthright to his brother for a part of just stew, he still thought that he was going to get the blessing. Amen. And was angry about it, but he sold it. See, beloved, this is why we have to be careful and mindful of the covenants that we make. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Out of your mouth, you speak life and death, blessings and curses. And the Bible says that you shall eat the fruit thereof. The words that come out of your mouth has power. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So Esau, meaning Red or Edom, was a hairy man and became a mighty hunter. He was favored by his father Isaac and was next in line to receive the birthright, for he was the eldest son. And so the birthright normally went to the eldest son. But listen, the prophecy was already given. The revelation was given that the younger will serve the elder. I mean, that the, that the elder will serve the younger. So we knew by the prophecy of God to Rebekah that Esau was not going to get the blessing or the birthright. The birthright included superior rank in the family, spiritual leadership, inherit a, inherit a double portion of his father's wealth, and, of course, the covenant of Abraham would apply to him. And so, beloved, we see here, and I believe, oh, no, we see here, and I did speak about this on Father's Day. It is the father's job to teach the children. It is the father's job to bless the children. Amen. Praise God. We have to get back in that place where we are blessing our lineage. Amen. Praise God. Listen, you got the power to bless them, and it shall be so. Amen. Praise God. You got the power to lay hands on them, and it shall be so. Amen. Praise God. You have to prophesy. Amen. We ain't just sending them out into the world by chance. No, we covering them under the blood. We are praying. Amen. I prayed for my children when they wanted to hear it and when they didn't. Amen. I anoint my husband with all you when he wanted and when he don't. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes he gets tired of me anointing him with all you. Amen. Praise God. But guess what? I do it anyhow. I said, listen. You're going to get it, amen. You could come and get this oil, you willingly or by force, but you're going to get this oil, amen. At night, praise God. Listen, I'm on assignment. I can't be derelict in my duty, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. I've got the power to anoint, to bless, amen, to, to listen to your problems, amen, and, get, and, 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 and treat God and come up with a resolution, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. And, beloved, this Amen. is why we have to be led by the Spirit. Amen? Amen. Our feelings Amen. and our emotions 
even our appetites will lie to us. Amen. Praise God. But not the Holy Ghost, not the spirit of truth. Amen. Amen. So we have to be mindful. And so I remember um, I was laying down with, um, hallelujah, Elder Francis, and he said, I feel like I need to be born again. I said, man, he's speaking kingdom language. I said, I hear you, Jesus. I feel like I need to be born again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Listen, when God is present on the inside, your language will change. Amen. Praise God. When God is present on the inside, beloved, your heart is a bag of words, and the mouth speaks the issues of the heart. Amen. May your mouth speak your divine provision. May your mouth speak the promise of God towards you. When your body is sick, may your mouth say, I am healed by the power and the stripes of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. May your mouth make a proclamation that holds the weight of the glory of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory God, because God shall do just what he said. Amen. Anybody Amen. believe that God shall do? Listen, it may tarry 13 years like it did for Abram. Amen. Praise God. But God shall do just what he said. Amen. 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 So, beloved, don't get tired of waiting on God. And while you're waiting on God, you ought to be waiting on him in Christ and not outside of Christ. Amen? If you're waiting in Christ, faith believing. Amen? Hallelujah. If you're waiting in Christ, amen, praise God, you won't get weary. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. The body, because the spirit is renewed day by day by day, he will remind you of that promise. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The birthright included superior rank in the family, spiritual leadership, inherited a double portion of his father's wealth, and, of course, the covenant of Abraham would apply to him. This would ensure that the Messiah would come through his lineage. Mm. So the Messiah wasn't coming through Esau lineage. Esau represented the sin nature. But the Messiah was coming through Jacob's lineage. And God already knew their heart. There's some place in the Bible where God says, Esau, I, Jacob, I loved, and Esau, I hated. It's in the Bible. Amen. Praise God. Jacob, meaning supplanter or deceiver, was favorite of Rebekah. Jacob was a quiet domestic youth who took care of sheep. Genesis twenty five twenty one through twenty five and Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. Here's another barren woman, amen. And the men prayed on behalf of the wife. Amen. We need a praying husband. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You want to be a husband, you have to develop a praying spirit. Amen. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren, and the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red all over like an hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold on Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. Now the birthright exchange. 
Genesis chapter 25, verses 29 to 34. And, beloved, I entreat you to read these scriptures on your own, slow walk it, because we are jumping around. Both of Isaac's sons realized the value of the birthright. However, from the beginning, Jacob craved these rights while Esau was indifferent. Beloved, we cannot be indifferent concerning the things of God. May our desires and appetite, our very will, be for God's purpose and plan for us. Amen? Genesis twenty-five, twenty-nine through thirty-four, and Jacob sawed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, "Feed me, I pray thee, with with that same red pottage, for I am faint." Therefore was his name called Edom. And Jacob said, "Sell me this day thy birthright." And Esau mm-hmm. said, Behold, I am at the point to die, and what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swear unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, And he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way, and thus Esau despised his birthright. Beloved, we cannot despise the birthright. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Whatever it is that God has for us, we ought to be grateful. Amen. We ought to cherish it. Praise God. When Isaac was old and nearly blind, he was deceived by Jacob, who pretended to be Esau and received the full bestowal of the covenant, blessing from his father Isaac. When Esau had learned of what Jacob did, he was angry and set out to kill him. Rebekah heard of Esau's plan and quickly warned Jacob and told him to flee to her brother's Laban's house, and she never saw him again. Today, people make the same mistake for temporal pleasures over heavenly rewards. They choose to delight in the things of the world, leaving the riches of God by the wayside. Beloved, our desire ought to be for heavenly things. Amen. Praise God. Amen. For things eternal. We need to set our hope on those things. Jacob's, okay, we're going to stop here at Jacob's dream. We are not going to go any further. We will finish that later. Amen. Praise God. Um, Sister Simone, I'm going to ask that you do the altar call. Are you able to do the altar call tonight? Sorry, I'm talking to nothing. It was muted. Uh, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this Bible study. We thank you for uh, this time we had together. We thank you for learning so much, and we'd like to invite Anyone who is listening right now who has not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that um, you come to us, that we are here at Cornerstone Deliverance Church. We're here to pray for you and guide you through uh, knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, We bless you and we pray that whoever you are, if you're listening to this now or later on the page, that you search the scriptures, that you 
Look for Jesus and you shall find. Uh, We thank you, Lord, for this Bible study and for everyone who is listening. And is there anyone who doesn't know Jesus on their life? Mm -hmm. So we thank you, God, for uh, this opportunity, and we hope that this Bible study and prayer will touch many hearts uh, and bring more souls to the kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Amen. Now, beloved, we want to open up the floor tonight that you can share. Amen. Praise God. We want you, if, if any part of the lesson bless you, and I do want to remind you of this of this thing today. People make the same mistakes for temporal pleasures over heavenly rewards. They choose to delight in the things of the world, leaving the riches of God by the wayside. We don't want to do that. Amen. Praise God. And so I want to open up the floor for you to share if you would like. Brother Golden, do you want to share first? Sure, not a problem. Um what I basically took from tonight's lesson was um from the time we had here was you know pretty much in a nutshell what I took was sacrifice you know Abraham showed God by sacrifice and thank God you know that God stopped him from sacrificing his son to death to show loyalty to the kingdom and thank God that one of the angels came down and said, no, this is not the way that you must show sacrifice. And, you know, in my personal life, I've realized when we serve, yes, we must sacrifice to him, not only through servitude, but living our lives under the commandments of what God wants, not what our personal flesh wants. And we need to realize when God is, Come on our life, tell us not to do that, but you need to stay on peaceful, righteous path to receive the blessing. And, you know, I took from also the last, tonight's lesson, know that we are God's creation, that we should not do harm to our bodies as well as our minds, and we should not be dealing with conflicting uh, spirits to, you know, ride us off in the sunset and get away from Jesus. When we're doing wrong, would you realize, you know, this is not what God wants, and if you just can't help yourself, ask God to get you right. You know, I know Thank we're you. not perfect. You know, like we said time and time again, as I've come on here, you know, in court, you know, they got class one felony, you get this, time if you're convicted, class two felony, class one misdemeanor. It does not work that way when it's time to go to heaven or or hell. It's just going to be, you know, based on the sin. No sin is greater than the other. There's no class one sin, class two sin, class four sin. That's a man. I'm Mm. not saying that's important in the eyes of the court. And they have that order for their reason, but when it comes to sins, you sin, and you need to get away from that sin that's causing trouble in your life. And it's just that mm-hmm. simple. So, you know, I, you know, feel strong on that and continue to be on that, that no sin is greater than the other, but we must do things that are in the eyes of God that's righteous, transparent. And that's the key. If you're not ashamed to be before God, you will not be ashamed of who you are living righteously. But 
also took a nice lesson, keep your mind on godly intentions. Um, I thought that was a great point you brought tonight. I thought also what you brought out on the story of Abraham and how he had to wait for his blessing 10 years and, you know, how the lineage went on his family of the son's son receiving his kingdom, how God had that order in line. I thought that was very good tonight. And also, um, lastly, this is, like I said, you must, you will sometimes have to make sacrifices to the Lord, to the kingdom. Now, you know, to receive God's blessing. We all have our things going in life, but we also know, I also know those that come on here that come to Bible study, come to service, you know, Sunday morning and all the great things you have going on here at Cornerstone Delivery Church on the teleconference line that you must and servitude, not only coming here, but also in your life when you get off this line, show loyalty to God. And this is how we live. Mm-hmm. We hit on that tonight. That's nothing I want to talk about. It's lifestyle. Our lifestyles really tell a lot about us. And if you're mm-hmm. living a righteous life of Jesus, then it'll show and resonate to others. You know, like I've been to places I visit homes or you know, in the past, well, you know, we don't want that here. You know, we don't want that there. And it's because they don't want a, a, a demonic presence in their home from, you know, drinking or, you know, a lot of gossiping or or, 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 or getting loud, you know, for, for just to be crazy or, you know, a lot of things going on. You know, people have rules in place for a reason. And certain rules, you can tell, are aligned with God. And I just feel we have to get that way. We want to have a lifestyle present to the king. So that's what I took from the night. And um thought it was great for the time we were on here. And, you know, definitely, definitely want to come back. I definitely want to come back for more to learn more about the Bible and enrich my life to get me filled with purpose for God's intentions. And I just thought that was great. And that's all I have to say for tonight. Amen. Praise God. And we I'm happy that the word spoke to um Brother Golden. Amen. Praise God. And we have to be open because the word is speaking to us. Amen. God's word will try our heart. Amen. Praise God. And we have to learn how to apply and walk it out as Brother Golden said. Amen. Um Sister Simone, are you sharing tonight? We can't hear you. Prophetess Deidre Williams, are you sharing tonight? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Apostle. And um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with, with Brother Golden. And Thank you. Yeah. The truth speaks for itself, and I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, establishing the lifestyle of Christ, when you go in people's homes, it, it, will, it will speak to you what they, um, they don't just accept 
you know, everything and anything that comes. And if it gets, if it passes, a, if it passes, if it trespasses your standards, Amen. Your, your authority can then take charge in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. So Amen. I like the story because this, I realized that when God, he did the same thing with his house, his kingdom. And if Amen. he trespasses his property, he's going to stand. And something I just really only, the Lord showed me is that you don't want to mess with God the Father. That's why Amen. he said this. That's the first The people don't realize. No matter how much we see of negativity or of sin, it's but a drop in the bucket compared to the peace and the joy and the power that God got this world in. If rampant, then you would see some problems. Amen. And it's nothing just just like you were teaching about Asia. The um. When God pro, uh, uh, prophesies or proclaims what's going to be, there's nothing yeah. that can hinder it. So That's even right. though I, and Sarah, Sarah had her own thoughts because her mm-hmm. flesh um, uh, fell short, as all flesh will do. However, as I was hearing the story and reading the story, she repented. And to me, uh-huh. the symbolic, I'm glad you used the word type earlier. So for me, her repentance came when she went to her husband and said, send the woman away. For me, Amen. that was for repentance with Sarah because she made that mistake. And just little boy taunting her son, who is the promise, it, it was able to speak to her. Her being, her heart. If I hadn't have done that, this boy wouldn't be taunting my son right now. So she had to go to her husband and tell, no, sit away. Go, go. That's what Amen. we do with Satan. Go, get out Amen. in the name of Jesus. Go. Amen. So the story was really, really, I love it. I love it. The Old Testament is a shadow of the New Testament fulfilling, and I'm just enjoying the word of God and the teaching. And I also just want to say, like Brother Goldman said also about homes, God got his kingdom is set up where he's using Apostle Asia Francis. She is steadfast, immovable with her relationship with God. So no matter who can make it or cannot make it, sometimes people are on other assignments, but she is still steadfast doing the will that God gave her to do, her assignment. So I'm appreciative because sometimes I can't and sometimes I can. But I'm grateful that that tree is planted by the rivers of living water of the Lord to have his way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Listen, we give God the glory because he knows the trees that we need. Amen. We need to eat of the tree that he plants. Amen. We know. Mm -hmm. We know. He he knows what we need. Amen. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Amen. And so, beloved, let us just remain, amen, um, steadfast, praise God. And I love how repentance was brought out. Amen. Listen, God knows the heart of his people, amen. And even though mm-hmm. Sarah cast the vision and gave up Hagar, God still made her laugh. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to laugh like Sarah. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Even in my old age do I want to conceive. Hallelujah. I'm talking about spiritually. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. And for those of you that have been experiencing barrenness, you will see that not only was Sarah barren, so was Rebecca. So was Rachel. There was a few barren women in the Bible. Amen. I believe so was um, John the Baptist's mother, Elizabeth. You know, these women were barren, but for the purpose of God. Amen. Hallelujah. For his purpose and for his plan. Amen. And I believe that, amen, when we cry out to God, amen, praise God, he moves. Amen. He hears our cry. Amen. He Mm. answered their prayer when the husband Mm. entreated God on behalf of their wives. Amen? Mm. Hallelujah. Glory, God. And so, beloved, we have to pray. Prayer is the answer, and prayer is the language in which we speak to God, and language is a gateway. Amen. Amen. The gateway will allow access. Amen. Praise God. Um, Mm -hmm. Pastor-elect Paris, are you sharing, Nakia? Mm Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Um, can some is there somebody else that can go before me? Because I have to figure out what Michael wants. Okay, praise God. Um, yeah. is there anyone else on tonight that wants to share? Mm-hmm. Sister Simone. There's a 214 number. Are you sharing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. If no one okay. Um, so thank you for the study. It was really insightful. And the whole thing about um, worship being a lifestyle and serving God being a lifestyle really hit home because um, that's something that I've been working on with, you know, like even when it comes to like food and dieting, like the choice of words and making sure you don't use the word diet, but a lifestyle, you know, and that um, doing those things become more a part of you and more habitual than something that's just going to be for a short period of time. Amen. And um, knowing that everything that we need is already within us and um, even, like, when it comes to happiness, like a lot of people say they're searching for happiness or they're looking for happiness, but happiness is already within us sometimes we depart from it but um we depart from it because of things that may be going on in life or things that we feel like aren't going right but the happiness is within us and um once we 
get closer to God, we learn that even during tough times, we don't need to depart from it. Amen. um, I just thank God for um, teaching me to honor the things that he has blessed me with. And, um, you know, like when it comes to our bodies and what we put in our bodies and um, making the right choices and not being gluttonous and, you know, just doing things that are going to affect the temple or um, having a better perspective when it comes to, you know, things that, you know, like when we go into work, oh, oh, I have to go to work today, this is too much, instead of having that perspective, just being grateful that God has blessed us with the job and when it comes to paying bills, complaining about that, but being grateful that God has given us <laughs> a Praise God. Amen. And, um, you know, I just really thank God for a brighter perspective and knowing that, you know, he will um, fight the battles for us and um, handle the things that as long as we're doing the work, you know, he will um, make sure all things fall into place and just trusting him and knowing that, um all things will come together. So um, I just, I'm thankful. Amen. 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 Yes. Well, we thank God for that heart of gratitude. And it seems to me, amen, I perceive that God has opened um, Pastor Paris elect eyes and she sees her provision. Amen. And she's grateful for the provision that God has provided. Just as he opened Hagar's eyes, beloved, our eyes have to be open. Amen. Praise God. Because if your eyes are open shut, you will not see the spiritual provision. Amen. Your eyes have to be open wide. And so when God began to reveal himself to Hagar, amen, and she believed the word of God, it opened her eyes. Amen. Praise God. And so that's what I was hearing from um, Pastor Paris, that God has opened her eyes, amen, that the way she sees things is different, the way her perspective changed, amen, concerning life, concerning living, concerning the blessings of God, amen? Amen. Amen. And so, beloved, we do need the right perspective, amen. I do believe that there is a right perspective and a wrong perspective. I do believe that, amen, or it may be just a perspective for your season, Just that's just where you are, amen, at that time, amen. But when we fellowship with God, he will shift our perspective, amen. You know, it's like the person that sees the glass as half empty and then someone may see it as half full. I don't have long to get to the top, praise God, amen, hallelujah. And so our perspective is important. And so our perspective should always be, and we know that God is making it work together for the good, for those that love the Lord and the called according to his purpose. That's his promise. Amen. Praise God. He's going to make it work for the good. Amen. What's good yeah. may not feel good. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But if, if, when it is God's purpose and plan for your life, we have to be happy about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory yeah. God. Amen, because God knows what's best. 
Amen. He knows what's yeah. best. Yeah, he's all knowing. Yes, yes, he, he does. Amen. And he knows what it's going to take to build character in us. Amen. And to draw us closer to him. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So now, beloved, I'm going to um, request Brother Golden. I'm going to ask that you you opened us up in prayer. I'm going to ask that you close us out in prayer. And I want to remind you all, do we have, this is, oh, we do have another Friday in June, right? And so the last Friday in June, we have another plunge into faith. Friday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, amen. We want you to join us that you can um, be richly blessed through the word of God, amen, in the multiplying of your faith. God does want us to go from faith to faith and glory to glory. And in order for your faith to grow, you must hear the word. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And then you must put it into action. Your faith must have works. Let your faith be living and not dead. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And then join us again Sunday morning, 8 a.m. for um Spirit and Truth Worship, and then 12 p.m. for Sunday School. Beloved, we really want you to press your way for Sunday School, praise God. Amen. The Sunday Amen. School is teaching on the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God. You know, that's powerful because we do have to live from kingdom to earth. Amen. Praise God. We are seated in heavenly places with Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. We are empowered. Amen. Praise God. All of our provision is coming from kingdom to earth. And so we have to learn how to live like that. Amen. Praise God. We just passing through. This is not our home. Amen. We we on a journey. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And I'm glad about that. Amen. I'm glad that I'm passing through and not staying. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not going to depart from my happiness. Amen. I'm going to be happy about that, too. Praise God. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. And as I was speaking of the happy again that Pastor Paris brought in to the lesson, Apostle Paul, even when he was in chains, amen, he said that this is the man has not put me in chains. This is for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He did not depart from his happy. Amen. Praise God, because it was for God's glory. Amen. And so I just want to encourage you, beloved. Amen. Praise God. Don't lay it down. Amen. Hold on to the blessings of God and the provision that God has given unto you. Amen. Brother Golden, please close us out in prayer. Yes. Father God, we thank you again for another soulful and powerful Wednesday night prayer meeting here and study with Cornerstone Deliverance Baptist Church on the teleconference line. I totally agree, mm-hmm. Father God, just now what the Father Francis said, or we're just passing through with this body that no man can change us. Even though they may can do it in a physical sense, they cannot do it in a spiritual sense unless we allow them to chain us up in ignorance and not knowing the truth of how God wants us to live. Because Father God, all a man can do is write down a sheet of paper or quote back in your face what you did wrong. 
And that mm. may be so true, but it's all about what we are know right and where we're at now. It don't matter what somebody has on you. Right now, I ask the Father, you release it for joy and peace and a new beginning in your name on anyone who's going through something, whether it be job, situation, family crisis, that you remove the demonic force that's causing trouble and ask somebody to bring peace and joy in their life, that they may be touched by the word of God or someone here that knows them personally on our line tonight that we will tell them about Jesus. I haven't challenged mm-hmm. people to get on social media, something crazy is going on, just type in something about Jesus. You'd be surprised how that can change the course of a comment. And mm-hmm. I've just bringing just not only that situation, but in person, when there's strife and people not getting along, that you ask that God come fix it, that you clean it up. The righteousness must be brought forth. Because, Father, I know I don't have all the answers. Only you have the answers, and you know how to bring peace. But I do know if I had to pick a place to start on the answers, definitely knowing Jesus and living by your commandments and your word. As Father God, that those that were here on the line tonight realize the sacrifice that Abraham made, even though he did not quite understand it, but God came and told him, no, this is not the way to sacrifice, but you have proven your loyalty to me, and I will fix it. And he fixed it, and he showed him the way, and he allowed him to lead a nation. So if Abraham can be fixed and want the will of God to come in his life, then anyone, if they want to have God in their life and want to put away their own personal truth and want to hear God's truth, that change will come. And Amen. I just pray, Father, God, like you touched me, you touched so many others, that if you want to stop living in strife and start living in joy, that I must submit myself to the Word of God. And it's just in my life. And it's just that simple. There is no left turn or right turn, only one way to go, and that's a straight and narrow path. And we must know what God can do. And we must know that sin is not the way. We must know that there's a better answer and knowing who the true God is, who is the manifesting God, who is the God that if you are loyal to him, he will definitely show it to you double. For it is written in the scripture. I just pray, Father God, that we continue to bless and protect those on the line, families, friends, relatives, long distance, short distance, that you may bring nothing or no demonic force against them, that they may live and prosper in the word of God in peace. That I pray if they're lost, that you make them find God. For it is not easy, but it doesn't be hard either to follow his word and to know his grace. And I just pray, Father, that you continue me as well as others to continue pressing to cause on deliverance church with their Bible study, prayer meeting night, even special uh, announcement of services on uh, nights that we don't always have. This is just Friday night. Did you get me there to come plunge into knowing Jesus? Because, mm-hmm. Lord, those that only do not know you, they need to know you 
that we progress ourselves on the limb and, and, and say it to them. And don't be ashamed of transferring. If they denounce God, just move on. That God will change your life. You need to know Jesus. You need to come to church. You need to come to prayer meetings. It's not going to change until you serve and tithe. It's just that simple. And for God, I just continue to ask that I continue to keep building upon friendships and relationships each visit with cause and deliverance church, blessings of knowing this kingdom, building friendships of knowing this cause and deliverance church, as well as I can touch someone's life and knowing Christ. Because I pray, God, that you allow us to tell someone, not just on how he's blessed us, but we bless all people. That's how we build a strong kingdom for peace and joy. For these blessings I ask you, man, think I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Beloved, let us go in peace and serve the Lord. Agape love. Agape love. Everyone have a good week.